Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show that critics are calling. I still haven't listened to it. Great. The reviews just keep pouring in. It's great to hear it. And that was from uh, from our good friends, good friends of the show, Kelsey. And uh, and mainly just from her. But shout out to Kelsey and Jacob as well, who had just met last night. Yeah. Yeah. The new crew. The new crew. Uh, but yeah, welcome back to the show. This week we have Brett Saxon. Hi, Matt. Hey. And uh, Clark Wilson. Hi, Brett. Hi, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, start with uh, some topical news. We're recording this on, uh, this is some topical random news. We're recording this. This is going to be a story about lotion. Yeah, topical creams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're recording on August 4th. So this is the Thursday of this week, um, which is considered National IPA Day. Oh. Yes. So that is uh, celebrated. And, and you brought some? In, yeah, Where is it? I should have. Are you an IPA fan? Hazy IPA. You know, I used to love IPAs, but I feel like they're so... Well, that was like the only choice for mm. craft beer. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like, people loved it. And um, I don't know. Do you think that there's a, a lot of people call it like a hipster beer and stuff like that? But uh, but I used to love it, but I stopped drinking it just because it was like, it was too much of a meal. I know all beer kind of is. It's just liquid bread. But yeah, I definitely had a phase, but not a huge IPA guy. How about you? They can be heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I went through a small phase, not too much. I mean, I worked in the, the beer bars forever, so mm-hmm. but I stick with the pilsners, which makes it tough out here because every no one has a pilsner on tap. It's always like Miller Lite or I mean, and I love Miller Lite, but sponsored by Miller Lite this yeah, week. I can only drink so much of that, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, also today it is uh, a <laughs> bunch of uh, other holidays. Considering Hooray for Kids Day, National White Wine Day. Raisin Brand Day, Single Working Woman's Day, and <laughs> National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, which is actually today. Oh, um, did you know that, Clark? When you brought I in, I did not know that. Yeah, Clark brought in some baked goods for us, uh, some chocolate chip cookies that look delicious. Yeah, there's a little bit of cinnamon in them. That was a there nice is surprise. no cinnamon in them. <laughs> Just looks like it. What's a synonym oh. for cinnamon? <laughs> <laughs> Say that 18 times fast. Go. Nah. Brett. Nah. Matt. Synonym for cinnamon. Synonym for cinnamon. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. No. no. Uh, all right. So, yeah, moving on to some other <laughs> other news uh, this week. Uh, this, I thought, was, uh, was interesting or disturbing, depending on how you look at it. Um, a Minnesota woman has fingernails that have a combined length of 42 feet and 10.4 inches, and she was warded, awarded a Guinness World Record title she um, have 12 fingers though so she's cheating yeah exactly <laughs> um, it's only yeah it gets you the, that extra two feet to beat yeah. the last world record <laughs> 40 feet but uh this was the story that was uh reported on her this uh this last night my mother's nails are 42 feet and 10 inches long we haven't been to a nail salon in about 22 years Cause when they see me coming, they're like, oh no. My family love her nails. Like pay extra attention to her and they just think she like special. Well, my grandkids come over and do my nail. One nail took four to five hours and I go through about 15 to 20 bottles of nail polish. Oh, they put nail polish on her fingernail? Yeah. Okay, I thought like, why would it take four hours just chop it off with a pair of scissors? Right. Wow. Yeah. So they don't curl? 
I mean, I'm sure they do. Yeah, Why did that sound like Mac's mom? Whose mom? Mac from Always, Always Sunny. Sunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, she's been growing out her nails. So uh, t- for 25 years, her longest nail is her right thumb. And that clocks That's in. That's her coke nail. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, clocks, <laughs> that clocks in at 4 feet and 6.7 inches. And her shortest is her left pinky, measuring 3 feet and 7 inches long. But what's kind of heartwarming about the story, because I think initially you're kind of like, Ugh, why would you do that? But she said she started growing out her fingernails after her daughter, Letitia, died from an asthma attack at the age of 16. So, oh, wow. yep, said that she was the only... <laughs> that inspired her to grow out her fingernails? Yeah, yeah, for her as a, as a tribute. Um, Is she sponsored by, like, some vitamin company that makes vitamins for nail and hair growth? <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully she has that and didn't get like, because I feel like that would be a deterrence from jobs too. If you roll in with these huge rolled up Could nails. become a right. professional nose picker. Nail model. That's true. <laughs> yeah, nail model. In non-related news, there was a Guinness record broken for most people to do coke off of one nail. <laughs> <laughs> Not related. Now that's no. a serious coke line off that coke nail. <laughs> 20 people. But you know how people like chew their nails? What would that taste like? Oh. It'd be like warm, salty salami or something. I would think the longer they get, the more brittle they are. So you'd probably break like pretty easily. Yeah. That one na- that, that the ends of them are 22 years old. Yeah. That's older than some kids. Some interesting flavors in there. Some right. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It's like, it's oh, my God, Szechuan spicy sauce from McDonald's. <laughs> that I had four years ago. <laughs> no, t- like 20 years ago. You're 20 Although years. they did bring it back. <laughs> All right, from there, let's go to uh, some movies, some movies of the week. What have you guys been watching that you're stoked on or um, can strongly encourage people not to see? I think Clark should go. I haven't seen any movies. I've been watching a lot of TV, but nice. no, no movies. Clark, you're up. I watched The Gray Man. Nice. Yes. Yep. You said last week that that was going to be your homework. What did you think? I've watched it. I've watched it as well. Oh, you did watch yeah, it? I okay. did. Yeah, yeah. I think it sucks. Really? I think it's like a well, they Marvelified an action movie yeah. and made it PG thirteen. Totally, they Marvelified a Bond movie almost. Yeah, like kind of, or a Bourne movie. They Marvelified yeah. a Jason Bourne movie. Right. You know, it's funny. I had such low expectations for it. I thought it was just going to suck real bad, and so I. Well, yeah, I guess I had zero expectations, so <laughs> I guess it exceeded my zero expectations. Right. But I thought it was stupid. Yeah, I uh, I actually enjoyed it for some reason, um, and thought it was uh, it was a pretty pretty fun watch. Did you enjoy when Chris Evans said, "To make an omelet, you gotta kill a few people"? Yeah, like <laughs> such a cliche thing to say. Totally, he's got to be winning. He had such a cool wardrobe in that movie, though. Yeah, that was probably the highlight of the movie. It was <laughs> all his cool shirts. It was eclectic. Um, Turn off my cell phone. Was my first yeah. day. Oh, really? Um, exactly. Um, you just had the most annoying ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, and it's the whole song. Yeah. Um, but I'll go good or not good. I'll give it a good. All right, I'll oh. give it a not good. Well, there you go. I mean, you can give it a watch. Yeah, that'll be my thing. Give it a watch or don't watch it. Give it a watch. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. it's <laughs> not good, but you can give it a watch. There you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> other movies I saw was DC League of Super Pets. Saw that, uh, took a nephew to the theaters to see it. He is young, and this was his first movie, and obviously he loved it. It was just glued to the screen. But I loved it too, and I thought it was really good. Great for families. Um, obviously, but a uh, good tie-in of all the superheroes on the DC there side. Was, I saw a TV spot for that, and there was like a contradiction, and now I can't remember what it was, though, as part of like the DC universe. Oh, like storylines? Yeah, and stuff like that? I wish I could remember it so I could say it. Now I'm just like wasting time. Well, listen, if you... Like, <laughs> if, There's if, this thing that I saw that I can't remember. Well, this is a good tease. If you remember it by the end of the show, let us know. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, DC League of Super Pets, I will say good. Go check that out for sure. Um, on the other hand, I saw in theaters Vengeance, BJ Novak's new flick. Um, oh, was that good? Oh, yeah. That where, was interesting. Where he's got a podcast, um, and he t- uses the podcast to solve a murder of a friend of his. Um, like he That was like a one-night stand or something. Yeah, well, a couple-night hookups, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah. I, I There was parts that I liked, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. The opening- Uh-oh, is it not good? It's, well, here, we'll say this. The opening scene, it's him and John Mayer talking about, um, they play characters where they're womanizers. But to me... No. Yeah. But to me, I was like... So John Mayer's playing himself. Right. And I was like, is this a flex on Novak's part to have um, John Mayer come into his movie as the opening scene? Um, and to me, it was just like, you don't need him. I think it would have been better almost with a other actor, like a handsome model or something like that, you know, yeah. not a John Mayer type. It was just, I, and I'm also not a huge John Mayer fan. So that worked against that for me. Um, your body's a wonderland. Well, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but Ashton Kutcher in the movie was great. Um, had some good scenes, kind of stole the movie for me, hmm. but then I will spoil this at the end. Um, he ends up killing the bad guy and getting away with it. And in this day and age, can you get away with murder? Like, I think we've seen enough. I don't, it's very difficult, I think. Yeah, we've seen enough shows where that's proven From um, what I'm told, incorrect. it's difficult. <laughs> yes. They haven't caught me yet. <laughs> so, yeah, I gotta go uh, with that. And I know, you know, movies, you have to suspend uh, disbelief. I get that. But this one was a little too much of that. Mm. So I'm gonna give Vengeance from BJ Novak a not good. Wow, and you've spoiled the ending, so I guess yeah. anybody listening to this doesn't need to see it now. We really screwed everyone out there. You just ruined my Saturday. All right, from there, let's move on to some entertainment news, entertainment news of the week. This was a big story that caught a lot of people off guard. Uh, We talked a little bit about this yesterday, Mr. Clark and I, uh, but Warner Brothers has canceled HBO Max's Batgirl movie, uh, despite the fact that the film had basically been finished. No, well, I've read conflicting things that it was only partially, like the director said it was only partially finished, but it did test screenings, and apparently they needed to like do reshoots and stuff, and that would have cost too much money for them. And the movie had already exceeded like the budget by like $20 million. Right. And uh, one thing I read was that it was also 
what the execs were saying is that it was an expensive movie, very expensive, but didn't look expensive on screen. Yeah. And that's where you want it to look. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot to do with shooting in these COVID times. Um, We did uh, Kids Say the Darndest Things on a very, like, lower level of that, but, like, one of the higher... um, TV shows as far as budget mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of it was because of COVID and all the protocols. Well, I can circle it back here oh. to Gray Man. That movie cost $200 million. Did that look like a $200 million movie? It was like a CGI fuck fest. Yeah. <laughs> it was way too much CGI. There was, yeah, way too much, but that is expensive. So to me, that looked expensive. But it I didn't mean. look good either. Yeah, I mean, there were some good shots and I, yeah. I like artsy and, and beautiful, a lot of great lights, well, especially yeah, I'm not, big crowd scenes. I'm talking about scenes. the CGI didn't look that good. No, CGI was horrible, yeah. it's For me, CGI is so hard to be like effective. I don't know. Hmm. But, but you um, got to do it sometimes in like superhero movies with supernatural stuff. But well, that movie is like a, an action movie and a Batgirl is an action movie. Yeah. Yep, and so I guess it's, um, yeah, people were saying that it was just, it, well, one article, another article was saying that the directors were coming out saying that because they wanted to kind of save face too, potentially. But I don't think that it's that. I think it's, I feel like, because they also... It was going to bomb, so they were like, oh, let's scrap this. Well, another thing was I've that, already heard that they're delaying Aquaman too. Right. And they almost have to scrap The Flash with Ezra Miller's... We'll see if they do. So far, they said they're not going to do that one. But to me, they probably have like four times as much money already in it. Absolutely, and apparently they uh, they were saying that this would be a tax write off if they just yeah. didn't show the movie. But the, also, they did that for another movie, which was Scoob: A Holiday Haunt, which is the <laughs> CJ, C, CG animated sequel um, to Scoob with our good old Scooby Scooby Doo. Um, but that one they canceled, and that one's weird too. Paul Dini came out today. Um, he's the we all know from Batman, yeah, Batman, Batman the animated Batman series, series, yep, and co-creator of Harley Quinn, of course. Um, but he said that uh, in a tweet that he questions why the studio would cancel a ninety-five percent finished movie this close to fall, and he said that it's a guaranteed that kids are going to watch it right from Halloween until at least New Year's, and said that it makes no business sense. Yeah, there's then. probably a way better chance that that was successful than maybe Batgirl would. Yeah. Been. So I don't know. I feel like it's HBO Max where they did the merger with uh, Discovery. Um, and I think they're just, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. More Property Brothers. That's where we're going to be. Exactly. <laughs> Forced to watch. You know, and it's, its I, I want to say they, like HBO Max is my favorite streamer. So I just hope they don't mess it up. But it kind of is looking, yeah. It's looking like that might be the end of an era. There, let's go on to some TV reviews. What have you guys been watching in the old television this week? Uh, I've been crushing on two things. Well, Westworld. Do we get in Westworld Wednesdays? I guess it's Thursday, but um, and then the boys. I'm catching up on that. I'm just finished season two. Nice. I wrapped that up. I wrapped up the this latest season, and uh, I agree with you, Clark. You were mentioned. 
I don't know if you mentioned this on the podcast, but the last two episodes were rough. Yeah. Hard to hard to like stay focused and watch it. It was kind oh, of really? boring, meandering, and just didn't... The final ending, They too, literally was, blew their load in Herogasm. Right, and right. And then, yeah, maybe that should have been the finale. Yeah, I think you're right. They could have ended it there, short and sweet. Um, but yeah, so a little bit of a letdown. Dang, okay. Yeah, no. What a... Okay, that's a bummer to hear. Yeah, yeah, you still that. watch. You still watch. Still watchable. Not you, good, but watchable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd still give it a good. I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I would still give it a good too. I will say this third season is my favorite of the three. Oh, it, really? Okay. It was great. I loved. Uh, I thought it was just. I think it was better than two. Yeah, two. But I still think boring. one is the best. Does yeah. he put stuff in his cheeks? The Homelander. The actor, to, maybe, maybe. Just something. Yeah, he might, yeah. So his jaw's like, so weird. Like yeah. uh, Brando. You know, then Brando put oh, yeah. something in his cheeks. He did, yeah. Godfather. And the way he drinks milk is so gross. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Everything he does is kind of gross. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a weird character. Yeah. Um, I've been watching 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Uh, I yeah, I watched watch one of those. I watched the one where they were in Denver. Yeah. Did you like it? It was all right. Yeah, I uh, I like the show. That's got John Gabrus and. Uh, Adam Pally. Yeah, I don't know who that John Gabris guy was. Oh, he didn't. He's just like a Burt Kreischer type person. Oh, he's what? a no. He's a great comedian. He's been on uh, you know Guy Code and Girl Code, which are actually decent, decent comedy shows. <laughs> but uh, um, did you and I see him live, Brett? We saw Adam Pally. We live. saw Adam Pally. I don't then, know if I've seen him live ever. So then Maybe. that would have been Andrew and I saw Mr. Okay. Nalo and I saw Gabris and I asked him for a picture because I'm a huge Gabris fan. And so as we go in for the picture, he goes and he's got his hand around me and he yells out, this guy just stole my wallet and saying me. And I was yeah. like, but to me, as like a big nerd fan of him, that was like one of the greatest gifts he could have given me. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was great. But anyways, I, I'd say check out that show for sure. Um, I say don't. Clark says don't either. Right. You really don't like it? I didn't, didn't like, like it. it. No. I'm I mean, like it was all right. Through. It's like, what didn't you like about it? It's, it's just boring. What? I'm going to go watch them. It seems yeah. forced. It seems forced and it seems like they're not doing anything special like at all. Yeah. Well, maybe it is a thing like you have it to really like It wasn't funny them. enough. Oh, to me, I don't know. And it might just be that I love them so much, but them riffing, I feel like is enough to keep me interested. But that's interesting oh, yeah. counterpoints. Yeah. I, I feel like their riffing is terrible. Wow. Yeah. Hot take. I feel like we riff better on here. I don't know if that's a hot take. How about uh, any other TV uh any other TV that stands out? I've been watching a lot of uh, random stuff like uh, the Osbournes want to believe where it's hmm. uh, it's um, Is that like the Ozzy Osbourne. Yep, It's a uh, Jack Ozzy and Sharon and they basically they just are on their couches in their house and they're watching these uh, supposed the alleged, X-Files. Yeah, uh, I would watch that too. Uh, but these alleged um, paranormal or supernatural videos and they get to rate them of if they think it's real or not. And Ozzy's the most skeptic that, you know, you can be. And so it, it's fun hearing. And he's actually pretty, pretty sharp. I mean, he seems kind of rough sometimes, but like, uh, but like hilarious and super funny. And yeah, I could watch those shows um, forever. So I'd say check that out. <laughs> Did you religiously watch the Osbournes? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I watched that too. I loved it. Big fan of that. Um, also, I finished up Old Man, and I gotta give Old Man a not good. Yeah, I heard it like really. It got really bad as yeah. it went on. First episode was great, and you're like, oh, if this is what it's gonna be like the whole season. It's gotta be, but no, it like it slowed down, and then it became just heavy dialogue for full episodes, which is okay if it moves the story along. 
But th these ones were just, yeah, you, real rough. Was it a pilot, and then they sold the pilot, and then they got more episodes, or do you think they just shot it all at once? That's a great point. Yeah, because if it was the pilot, maybe then they're like, okay. They made it extra it. good to right. get the series yeah. picked up, even though they had that act, you know, big-name actors. Right, yeah, that might have been what it is. Uh, well, all right, so uh, now. I heard, sorry, can I cut you off? Oh, go for it. Yeah. I heard Reservoir Dogs is coming back soon. Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs. Yes, it's back. It's back. It yep. just got dropped. It, yep. Okay. This week, second yeah. one. Like yeah. Hulu. Yep, on old Hulu. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. Oh, I did watch uh, the two new episodes of Beavis and Butthead that came out today, Oh, uh, which is great. And they uh, they review um, TikTok videos, mu actual music videos, and uh, um, and ASMR videos, too. So it's pretty <laughs> great. I, I watched the first two Better Call Sauls. Nice. And I noticed something interesting. They have fairly long shots on... H.G. Wells is the time machine just sitting there. Like, I know in episode, episode one, it's like right at the beginning when they're clearing out an apartment. I forget whose apartment it was. Mm -hmm. And then in episode two, it's later in the episode. Well, they're clearing out Saul's apartment after the. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Murder, Saul, yeah. yeah. Saul's house. Yeah. That's right. Oh, okay. So then in episode two, it's in his apartment. It's, it's so it's probably the same book. I wonder what the semblance is of that. Yeah, that's a good mm -hmm. point. I feel like they put in a lot of little Easter eggs. Well, is that in every episode? Have you noticed? Because you I haven't noticed up. it. I haven't oh, noticed well, that. Um, what season you're on? One one. No, this is the last season. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But this I'm still uh, on season two, I think. The first yeah. two episodes are great, and I'm sure. Oh yeah, it gets just better. get better. And this most recent episode um, is called Breaking Bad, so it's not spoiling anything. You mm -hmm. get Brian Cranston and you get Aaron Paul yeah. back, and so it's great. Wow. In a scene where they worked it out, where you didn't have the full exposition of it in the original series, so now you get to see that side of it, and it's pretty cool. And did Cranston go, yeah. trim his beard because he has like a very big. Yep like Zeus yeah. beard. Yep, they they made it so they look like and they also they're you know they've aged quite a bit. Yeah. So they're hiding under hats and stuff like that. I don't uh, know if that helps, but yeah. How's uh yeah, how's Aaron Paul's hair? Is it up to your Well, standard? he had a shaved head like throughout <laughs> the yep. entire series. I, and I want to say he's wearing something too. He's wearing a beanie. So uh, also well, yeah, he always wore a beanie too. Right. Yeah. But uh but yeah, and someone online posted videos of that scene intercut with the original scene, oh, and cool. his voice changes oh, quite a bit. He's got a, a way deeper voice now, which is interesting. Huh. But yeah, there you go. Check that out. Balls dropped. All right, so we have a couple very special treats for you guys and the remainder of this podcast. First off, welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Ryan Shaw. Hi. <laughs> That's his natural voice, folks, as you remember from January or February, whenever we did that. Um, but yeah, so Clark, actually Shaw, Shaw Clark Shaw, Shaw has a, uh, a special segment that he's going to drop on us in a little bit. But first, we're going to drop it to Mr. Clark Wilson. Now, and just a little bit of uh, background too. We said a week ago, maybe before that, we said, uh, you know, 
Brett, Clark, how about you guys come up with some of your own special segments? And so they both agreed. And so, Brett, what is your special segment this week? <laughs> Mine is going to be one that's so good, we need to push it one more week away. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, that's great. Well, in that case, let's go to Clark Wilson. Clark, you have a segment of the week. Yeah, it's another thrilling edition of To Be Discontinued. Nice. Last week it was the Choco Taco, which they've now already, Klondike has already admitted that they are going to bring back again sometime. Oh, and we you said that, <laughs> rightfully so. Yeah, I've, I called that. I that, mean, it, that was such an obvious call. Yeah, that, that was a ploy just to get people interested in the Choco Taco. To buy up all their old Choco Tacos that got stored in the warehouse somewhere. Right. Uh, Shah, have you had Choco Tacos? I had one a couple years ago. What did you think? What, was, what would your review on the Choco Taco be? They're shit. <laughs> what there's, is your there's, cho- they're ice so cream small. truck rolls up? What do you get? We've actually hit up the ice cream truck a few times, and it's like four to five dollars per item. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Um, You're paying double inflation. Uh, I mean, drumsticks are good, but they're yeah. always sold out of them. So we got the Sonic ones with the little gumballs for the eyes, and then I got the Ninja Turtle one. Oh, nice. Are, I love. Were the, were the eyes all derpy? They usually are, which is the yeah, best part. They, they were kind of high up. <laughs> no, it's interesting. You don't like the uh, Choco Taco because the drumstick, I feel like, has the same. Yeah, that is kinda, like yeah. almost well, the, the same cho- thing in a different form. The yeah. Choco Taco is like a third of the size. Like, it's so small. That is true, yeah. It's three bites. So if you just want a quick snack, it's good. Good point. Well, all right, Clark, what do you got for us in the this, this week of To Be Discontinued? Is it Gushers? No. Now, th- this is expired so if you don't want to imbibe in it feel free not to i will though because yeah. i'm not a pussy <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so what was it like six years ago now mm-hmm. they made the all-woman ghostbusters movie right and Fantastic they rebooted film. the high c drink ecto cooler and I bought two 10-packs of it. I drank it at the time, one of them. And then I saved this other one for my kid's college fun. <laughs> but I decided to bring you guys some. So now what year was that movie? Do we 2016. Have... These expired in 2017. <laughs> oh, no, I thought they were going to be Orbits. Now, you might have remembered this when we were kids. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like orange and some, oh, some wow. other. Yep. This was all the noise at the bus stops, if you know what I'm saying. And I think yeah, you, you could have traded a box of this for a pack of gotchers. Yeah. Now, I feel like there is some actual potential medical harm that we could be doing to this. Or no, no, it's pasteurized. Okay. It says it right on the box. All right. Well, yeah, let's... Uh, let's... That means it's got pasta in it. <laughs> oh, my gonna... God. It's pasteurized. <laughs> <laughs> what a dad joke that was! Can you imagine just having uh just squeezing like warm pasta? In what if they just made pot like Italian kids? They drink <laughs> pasta water in a little juice box. Yeah. You get that last sip of the ravioli. Yeah. It's a block of cheese, eh? Hey, hey. Gabagoo. <laughs> All right, so we're putting the straws. Ten percent of it is juice. I looked it up. It's okay to drink expired high C. Oh, nice. Thank you. All right. It says it can be frozen. It's not perishable. Be careful. You almost prematurely spilt everywhere. I remember <laughs> drinking this as a kid. All right, cheers, everybody. Yes. All right, let's give this a shot. To the Ghostbusters. To diarrhea, just like the movie. Ooh, Brett's got some, the Wikipedia up on the drink. Hmm. Yeah, what do you have for us? Oh, okay, so it was from Ghostbusters 2. Okay. 
Okay. Originally, is Late what it 80s. says. <clears throat> yeah, 1989. Yeah, now Slimer isn't on this package, which is which is disappointing. That is disappointing. It's just like some goo, ecto. Yeah. I remember slamming these out of the little containers at the whole Heisel's pool. So that would have been like the late you 80s. Just come on here and name drop. <laughs> <laughs> but people, nobody would know. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it brings back fond memories. They back. brought it back for that new one, for fact the right men one. Was that any good, Matt? I'm sure you saw it. I yeah, I liked it. It was kind of kind of paint by numbers, but it was uh, it was vastly better than that one. Yeah, that's the one they brought back, Brett. That he's got on his laptop. It, it looked like a bottle of Gatorade. It was like in a plastic uh, Gatorade. They must just be using old Gatorade bottles. That one's got. Uh, yeah, that has Slimer on it. I tried to what find hell, some man? Prime on my way here. Does this taste as good as you remember? Well, I'll I'll say this. So my review on it is it tastes like what I drank back in the day, but there's a weird aftertaste, and I can't tell if that's just because it's six years old. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, it just kind of tastes like the high C, the orangey you get at McDonald's. Yeah, it only expired five years ago. Oh, that's true. So it's not that bad. Yeah, super bad. Well, I'm going to go good or not good. I'm going good on the high C Ecto Cooler. Yeah, I'd give it good. Better than the movie. <laughs> I'll give it a good. Yeah. How can you not? Yeah, it's just sugar. <laughs> 21 grams. There's more sugar in this, I think, than a chocolate top. All right, from there, let's go to Mr. Shaw. We're going to hand over the mic to you, sir. You have picked out some fascinating films. Ooh, there you go. We're trying to come up with a new title, too, for for uh, Shaw's segment, where he picks out some random movies, mainly horror, right? That's uh, All horror. Nice. Or considered horror or pseudo-horror. Sure. And that's your bed, bread and butter, right? Your bed and butter. Bed and butter. <laughs> when you put butter in your bed. I uh, love bed and butter pickles. About the only good movies. Those in the <laughs> 80s Corey movies. Yeah. Or Arnold. Arnold's pretty good. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I love all that stuff. So I'm very excited to talk about and see what you brought for us. Um, so yeah, where do you want to start? We'll start with the pseudo-horror or f- pretend horror movie. Okay. It's a 1988 film. Is Actually, this trivia? Or? It was yeah, pick- you have to it guess was, it. You have to guess it. It was picked by Matt Rashavi himself. Yes. Hero and the Terror starring Chuck Norris, Jeffrey Kramer, Steve James... And the terror guy is the bad guy from Superman 2. Yep. And <laughs> what's, uh, what's the name of that movie? The guy who played Zod or? Nor, I think his name was, or something like that. He's one of the no, three. No, but who was the bad guy in Superman 2? Had, had those three dudes, or the two dudes and the girl. Well, yeah, the those were like he, his underlings. He was one of those. He was, so the big, tall. Yeah, he looked, he looked like Jaws. From, yeah, he uh, kind of does look like the guy who played Jaws and James Bond. Um, that guy, yeah, what's his name? That is. Um, I think, let's see, I'll look it up too. It's called Hero and the Terror. We're on it. Nice. <laughs> the and Doctor is also from The Untouchables. Jack O'Halloran. Yes, that's the guy. He plays Simon Moon in the movie. Um, what a great name, Simon what Moon. Was, right. What was his name in uh, Superman 2? Was it Zod? No, he was like one of, the one of Zod's henchmen. Yeah, there he is. Wow. Yeah. 
Superman 2 is great. It is. Go on a tangent. Oh, it's great. I actually just picked up Superman 2 on HD DVD not too long ago. Nice. Well, don't pick up Superman 3. Yeah. No, this is show is all Richard about tangents. One? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Uh, but so Hero and the Taylor, or ta- Taylor, Hero and the Terror. <laughs> <I swept. laughs> Mess up every title. Uh, but Chuck Norris, this is his, you know, people consider this, critics at the time considered it a slasher film. Yeah, it, the, the musical score definitely has a bunch of like Friday the 13th vibes. And I also think that uh, the Jack O'Halloran character too is very much like a Jason-esque like he can't from part one, like yeah. the mom version where you barely see him and then he just pops out and grabs you. Well, and also, but he can't die. Like he right, he drives his car over the cliff and that blows up. Is insane. There's insane. No way he lives. No <laughs> way, but he does, and so he just keeps going back and he targets women like a you know good old slasher will do and picks them off one by one. And at the same time, you got Chuck Norris, this LA cop who is has a pregnant wife and uh, and she is in the crosshairs potentially of this killer. Um, what do you think of the movie? I liked it. Uh, I forgot how bad of an actor Chuck Norris was. So I'm going to have to go back and watch some more. Because he's very Arnold-esque with... I was trying to, like, while I was watching the movie, see if he ever had any lines that were more than a sentence. Because I don't know if he can say, like, multiple sentence <laughs> lines at once. Mm-hmm. Without forgetting them. But I'm going to have to go back and check other ones. Well, they kind of put him in the vein, too, of... Like I've been going on this uh, Chuck Norris craze lately, and so I've been watching a lot of his old action. Do you watch movies. the American Ninjas? Uh, yes. Or, or, yep. he, or no, he's uh, in Invasion USA. Yes. Have you seen that? The, I need to watch oh, it again. I have seen it. That one's great. I watch a lot of Chuck Norris films with my dad. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, yeah. Would you guys like some fun facts about this movie? Yes. So the tagline is "Heroes Hit Artist." <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. I think that's and then I love it. IMDb, go back up, Brett. IMDb has the, a storyline there. It's like a synopsis. But then it has like these little bullet points of interesting things in the movie. The few listed here are fainting man, aerial camera shot, black policeman, scene of the crime, and lifting a female into the air. Ooh. Is that, is that like a rope? Is it lifting the female in the air? Well, I don't know. These are just must be interesting things that are part of this film. <laughs> Starring a rope. But uh, but with uh, yeah, with the dialogue, I agree. It's very it's what I feel like he's known for too in that vein of those action movies at the time, like Schwarzenegger, one-liners. especially one liners. Yeah. yeah, and he has them in Invasion USA. They're great. Yeah, and he's got a few on this one, but mainly his dialogue. I read, I did some research on this too. He was trying to make this like be like his acting, really show his acting chops. And so there's a scene where he takes his wife out to dinner. Oh, I love and, that scene. And I, I transcribed these lines because they were so ridiculous to me. But he goes uh, to his wife, he goes, you okay? And she says, I'm fat, ugly, and getting old. And Chuck says to her, honey, you're pregnant. You're supposed to be fat. She's <laughs> like, what? He doesn't console her or say anything like that. And then she has champagne, too, in that scene. Uh, yeah, a yeah. little sip. Yeah. I actually wrote that down because I wrote it down in order of the movie. The, I wrote fucked up woe is me birthday dinner with his pregnant girlfriend because she went on a huge like tangent about how life sucks because she's fat right like, she's pregnant yeah. Ryan I'm curious did you write down anything about uh, the guy making eggs yes I did <laughs> the right here super awesome stakeout scene on mm-hmm. the fishing pier when he flying karate kicks the dude from uh was it License to Kill? Yeah, License to Kill. The like, mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah, um, 
and I can't pronounce his name, but it's like it's written Brands. He's like Native American, right? Brandscombe Richmond, but great actor and yeah, yeah great scene. In He's that in movie. a lot of sweet eighties movies, eighties and nineties movies. And did you notice a little fun trivia I saw? Also, they call him Chuck Norris. They call him Carlos, which is his real name. So, and apparently Chuck put that in there for a little, little, little trivia. Little Chucky satisfaction. Little Chucky satisfaction. The movie started out with like a really good under the boardwalk scene and it had like kind of like a Conan the Barbarian music score at the start and then it went into like some little horror like kind of stuff. And then he kicks the terror guy and he just eats, like he literally eats a leg of the ladder. Like a just, you see his mouth hit it. Well, and that's the thing. That opening scene, you see Chuck Norris grab the terror. That's what they call that guy because he's terrorizing women and killing. And uh, he manages to get the terror, but it's purely accident. But they call him a hero because of that. He's the yeah, hero. And they brought that a bunch of times where he right. hated the name hero. Because he feels like he didn't really catch him. Fraud. And he didn't. Yeah, the guy slipped on a ladder and then uh, slammed his face on and ate some of the ladder board. And that's how they caught him. But, uh, yeah, I'll go good or not good. I'm going to go good. Like the movie in general? Yep. Yeah, I would give it a... I was thinking of a scale, like, should we do the, the three Savage scale? Yeah, whatever the you bottom, want. like, probably wouldn't recommend it, the Savage Garden. And then the... It's a good movie, Fred <laughs> Savage. And then a must-watch is Randy Savage. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm going to go Randy Savage, actually, on this one. I would say it's close to Randy Savage. Like, um, yeah, I wrote down... At least up until the, uh, like his partner dying when he was like doing a little gym sprints, mm-hmm. and then like after that the movie got a little boring. Mm-hmm. There was a big boring section, and then it ended good. Yeah, like a nice little romp in the Bronx. Well, there's some yeah, there's, scene. there's some <laughs> tedious parts, but what I like about it is it's natural eighties. It's 80s score. It's 80s Norris. Sweet car. It's yeah. It's sweet car. Sweet uh, locations. It's L.A. in the 80s. It's to me. It's everything you'd want. Yeah. It's Chuck Norris. I'd give it a Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. All right. What else you got for us? Movie two, the bad horror movie. Troll 2, 1990. Ah, yes. Now, have you, Brett and Clark, have you guys seen yeah, this? I've seen that. Yeah. I probably watched it with you. It has the you infamous, uh, one, of the, one of the two infamous internet, like, joke, scream scenes. I don't know. I can't remember the other movie where the guy just, like, moves his mouth a bunch. I know it's from the 70s. Where's mm. like, but it's got the, they're eating her and then they're going to eat me from Arnold. Are you like, talking about that, like, Italian Spider-Man? Yeah, or whatever. The guy's like. Yeah. Good visuals for podcast. Absolutely. That, that, translate, <laughs> that translates great on radio. Uh, well, for me, watching this movie, it's been a while since I've seen it. And uh, I remember seeing it when I was a kid and being freaked out by that ending. The ending, of course, where the kid. The mom. Yeah, he goes so, down asking for his mom and his mom's being eaten. She's naked, just being to- torn apart by these trolls. Which is literally like one of the only deaths they show in the movie. Like, right. They barely show anyone even dying, so you even know if they die or not. Is this the yeah. one where they eat like corn on the cob with yeah. crap all over it? Exactly. That was so gross. Like it this is. movie is so bad. It's, it's like they bought some buttercream like, and dyed it. it green and spread it on some corn on the cob, and they actually. I wrote my little it. cast notes of Joshua. He should have been an absolute star after this performance. <laughs> the mom and dad were uh, 
literally just line repeaters. Mm-hmm. Like probably right before they had to say their line, they were reading it, and oh, then they I'm would sure. just be like, "Well, for Joshua, me, don't do that." Yeah, <laughs> like so bad. <laughs> they were. It was awful. And I, I'll tell you, watching this one, this one was a ch- like kind of a chore to get through. Because uh, there was scenes that were just really tough. I love it though. Yeah, like, for how it, bad it is. It is fun, and it is considered one of the worst movies. Uh, what's so strange is that the first troll is actually pretty decent movie. Yeah, Julia Lewis Dreyfus and uh, Brad Sonny. Hall, which uh, they were married, still married, but they were playing a couple in that movie. <laughs> should we should we continue with the IMDb the Abs- tagline of this movie? Yes, one was not enough. Probably was, but and then yeah. the storyline like tidbits are corn, <laughs> unintentionally funny, mm-hmm. green fluid, mediocrity, and inconsistency. Brad, look up what the best rated IMDb movie is with corn. <laughs> <laughs> and the last person I wrote down for the the cast is the sister who is. Like a clone of the final girl from Friday the 13th Part 8. Mm-hmm. Literally looks just like her, but is absolutely horrible. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's it's so weird how the second one is just... Apparently, did they... I, I don't it's know like the backstory. It's like Pomida costumes. Like costumes yeah. from Pomida. And did they just grab the title? Because none of the same I think people... So. Yeah. Um, and the first one's pretty good. I do recommend checking that out. Michael Moriarty, which is... He's a great actor and... Um, some awesome horror movies like The Stuff and uh, Cue the Winged Serpent. So definitely check those out. And it's uh, made by the guy in the production company. The first one was made by um, the ones that did uh, uh, Puppet Master. Which I found out recently. There's like 15 Puppet Masters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're so good. Some of them are so good. Oh, what do you got? You got some dialogue? Oh, yeah. He's got tons of notes. Let's hear it. Well, the opening well, scene in the... Start, I didn't know Michael Moriarty. He's that dude from Law & Order. Yeah. He played like one of the DAs. Yep. Great actor. Yeah. It has an amazing opening forest scene where the Robin Hood like ripoff guy just tumbles very softly and somehow knocks himself out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the story, like beginning, where the grandpa's reading Josh with a story, like a fantasy is literally a 100% ripoff from Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Like Absolutely. 100%. In the room, same style room, like all these baseball pennants and stuff like that up. And to be honest, is the only thread throughout the movie that I I really enjoyed because the you find out the grandfather's passed away. Just the bo- little boy is just seeing this grandfather appear to him, and he's trying to help him and help him save his family from these trolls. And I thought that was actually that was pretty decent. I mean, yeah. Is this the one where they're like in a town called Nilbog? Yeah, Goblin Backwards. Yep. Yeah, it's the but, Goblin Capital. But they're trolls. Yeah, but then they but also look like goblins. Yeah, they they like literally just use the name to try to sell it. Right. And I wrote down that Joshua was Haley Joel Osmond before he was him in Sixth Sense because he could see his dead grandfather. Right. Their road trip was really awesome where the mom says, please sing me that song I really like, and it's fucking Row, Row, Row Your Boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 12. Everyone's favorite song, to be to be fair. And my favorite scene again, in the, besides the the like iconic scene from the movie is when he has to save his family from not eating the food and the grandpa like snaps his fingers and stops time and he runs over and just pisses all over the kitchen table. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 That's how yeah. he stops him from eating that is. it. And then his dad brings him up and just spits off a that's bunch a of really bad lines. If you're like on a diet, to just have your grandpa come and pee on all your food. <laughs> his paws will come right off. And then um, had, the, had the popcorn scene in the RV. It was supposed to be the sexy scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
where she like makes out with him with the popcorn between it, and all of a sudden the whole one pop one corn or one cob makes a whole RV full of popcorn. I'll argue uh, that scene is still pretty hot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to pause it and go to the bathroom. <laughs> all right, well there you go. Uh, that was great. What is the final pick you have for us? Hey, wait a minute. Did you guys see whether Joel Two is a good or oh, not good? Oh, good point. I'll go not it's, good. Yeah, it's not good. You're going Savage it's Garden. It's terrible. I'm gonna go Savage Garden. I'm gonna go Fred Savage because it's it's so bad you have to watch at least once. Well, yeah, I'll do my thing. I give it a watch, but it's not good. Yeah, it's, it's not a good movie, but it's it's like a, so bad you have to watch it. And Brett, how about your rating system? Kind of like Titanic. <laughs> right, come up with a rating system real quick. Mine is, is it going to be a... Sax on or a sax off? <laughs> yeah. That's Brett's last name, Saxon. Mine is a popcorn sax on. No. Nice. From the popcorn scene. He gives it one corn on the cub. 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 Way up. All right, uh, let's go to uh, our right, final. This is one. the good horror movie. Okay. Like ones that people don't talk about, but you should watch it. And mm-hmm. it's a 1988 film called Bad Dreams. It's literally a complete ripoff of Nightmare on Elm Street, and it, like Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Mm-hmm. Takes place in a mental hospital. It even has Taryn, who's Jennifer Rubin mm-hmm. from Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Great actress. One of the Dream Warriors. Who she was also in that really good horror movie called Screamers. Mm-hmm. If you remember that yep, one, I've seen Screamers. Doctor Bruce is obviously Reanimator. Like yep. such a good movie. Yeah, and the cult leader is from one of my favorite movies, which I'm still I want to find it on CED. Alligator Two: The Mutation. That is good. Yeah. But he's from Sword, uh, Sword and the Sorcerer. Yes, he's Rick. also in Miner's Massacre, which I found out I had on normal DVD. That's awesome. Yeah, you're speaking of Richard Lynch, who's a great yeah, bad guy. Super good. Now, I'd never heard of this movie before. You told me about it, and so I bought it offline and uh, checked it. Um, oh, Lynch was in Invasion USA. Well, yes, and that's what I was going to go to, too. And so good. I know we always go back to the Chuck Norris movies, but he's such a good bad guy in Invasion USA. Highly rec- cannot recommend that movie enough. And then the last notable good actor in it, or actress, but this is an actor, is Dean Cameron. Like, I love summer school. Yeah. It's been on my watch list for Laserdisc. He was in Ski School, too, right? He's in a lot of school movies. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. He's got some of the best lines in this this movie for sure. Um, Boy, this one's dark on the IMDb. It's a good movie. The tagline is, the scream you don't hear is your own. Some uh, pretty interesting kills in this movie, uh, too. Yeah, as far yeah as one slasher. of them, they're clearly encouraged to commit suicide. Yes. Yep, that's the whole like death thing. Uh, I, I really like the opening scene where it's basically just Jim's, Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. And they got the whole cult thing. He gets them all to dump gasoline on themselves, and they light it on fire. And the most fucked up thing about it is there's literally women holding babies. Like I, I probably would have not filmed it that way right exactly like, not into the child harm thing well and our friend roger ebert he uh i think he was saying that uh, uh was not a fan of of a lot of that stuff in particular um the stuff with the kids and the, that how they he was saying that the special effects for that time were really good especially the fire effects but was saying that 
showing those extreme close-ups of kids on fire, which now you look at it, which it's like you could tell he's it's laughable. lying because the actual film you get to watch, this came out in 88, which I think it was 85. Mm-hmm. They made him like cut out all the like gruesome scenes. Cause it was when Friday the 13th Part 5 came out because that one got a lot of the kills cut where it sure. just like cuts away right away. Right. It's like this one, you don't really get to see any well, apparently gruesome it was, stuff. It was still too much for Roger Ebert. It's like a lot the of the deaths are off off camera. Well, you, yeah. you gents have seen this recently. Tell me when in the movie do they have Sweet Child of Mine playing? That's so the end. This that was, was the part. Roses was a nobody. Yeah, this was the part that, that blew me away. Yeah. yeah. And it's the ending song goes over the credit scroll. And I was like, what? This they paid all that money probably to have <laughs> they, they that? Were, no. They were a nobody yet. Yeah, oh. that song hadn't been released yet. Yeah, they almost... Oh. When they bought the rights to it. Oh, yep. wow. They almost and, made a music okay. video with like, the I guess cast. I don't know when that actually came. Guns N' Roses had that. And so I looked up that too. Uh, Andrew Fleming, who's the writer and director of it, apparently that was a big scene of contention um, for them. He, was, he wanted a different song to end the movie. He wanted the song Burning House of Love by X. Um, which probably would have fit maybe a little bit better, but instead the executive from 20th Century Fox was pushing Sweet Child of Mine. Um, and so he, they kept going back and forth, but eventually that guy got his way and they put that song in there. And they were even going to do a music video with Guns N' Roses playing in yep. between you know, shots of the movie and whatnot. Um, they should have. They, they should have, yeah. had Dean Cameron in it. But I found out about this too, that apparently they kiboshed that because of Axl Rose's then-girlfriend, Aaron Everly, and she said and claims that still that that song's about her. And so she didn't want a song about her to have clips of a horror movie in it. So Axel was like, okay, babe. And then ended up not doing the music video. What a horror Is that your Axel Rose? Yeah. Hey, babe. What hey, is, babe. Do you know what the like the actual music video, Sweet Child of Mine, is like then? I don't, I don't remember, remember. Yeah, like, the only one I can remember seeing was like the just some Welcome to the with, Jungle. Like, big wavy hair on a car hood. Well, great work. You got anything else from that movie? Or? Yeah, like the first therapy session, they did a really good job of like showing the fodder. Mm-hmm. Like the, each cast member, like you had the the crazy couple, which was weird, like having a couple both in the mental hospital. Right. And, and they, they died by girl. The, they died yep. by the fan, which yep. was you one have of the nerd girl, the funny guy, the co- who's the comic relief, and then you have the emo girl. Yes. And that couple they were talking about, yeah, they died by. That's one of the more gruesome deaths. An actual industrial oh, yeah. fan. I, I, I love the. Apart. You get a double like bloodbath after it. Like the janitor gets covered in blood, mm-hmm. and then Jennifer Rubin gets the whole bloodbath. Right. Yeah, because all their bu- blood from this uh, fan seeps into the uh, ceiling yeah, and ends up pouring vents. onto other people through the vents. Wow. Yeah. What do you think they used? Did they do corn syrup with? Food coloring or... A lot of chunks in it. Yeah, it was very chunky. But yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I thought that was... Uh, yeah, a lot of crazy crazy scenes, good special effects. Yeah, I was a fan of this. And I didn't know about it before, but this is one I'll put in rotation for sure. Yeah, I really like the... Um, it's a Randy Savage. The fact that they had the iconic like eight, 70s, 80s like horror where there's always, and most besides like Friday the 13th, there's always like... A locker room scene. Yeah, gotta have. Like they do the like Carrie Nightmare on Elm Street two, mm-hmm. uh, Hello Mary Lou. Yeah, like that had a like. There's just so many horror movies from the '80s that used the locker room, and then I really loved Dean Cameron's death after he double stabs himself and pulls it down, and he just goes later <laughs> as he falls down. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Can you die from that for real? Like Probably he's not. just cut, yeah, yeah. He basically takes a knife from both he takes sides of the two, stomach, like, yeah. scalpels, and just goes. <laughs> And pulls all the way down. Just scalpels? Because those aren't going to cut. About that deep, maybe two inches. Now, if he, like, just 
like went to his jugular. That'd be a different yeah. story for sure. And like the plot twist was awesome at the end where should we spoil it? Yeah, of course. That's what like, that's what we're all about. It was the doctor the whole time. The the main doctor, not uh Bruce Abbott, but the like main doctor of the hospital was giving every patient the opposite drugs that they needed. So like, so they would just commit suicide. So like Harris, I believe was the name of the cult leader, but some would argue that Harris was, you know, Richard Lynch was still, yeah, yeah. Two actors. And then has the classic fall from the building onto a car ending. Like they always land on the roof. It was real. (laughs) But, uh, and I don't know if we actually talked to Jackie Chan did it. (laughs) I don't know if we actually talked about the plot synopsis of like this cult leader, yeah, burns all of his followers and him to death. Yep. And then he manages to come back through people's, through visions yep. that this girl, played by Jennifer Rubin, uh, the, uh, she experiences these visions and then that's what causes these deaths. Um, but pretty effective movie. Great, great horror flick. I'm going to go, for my rating system, I'm going to go good. Um, good or not good, I'm going to give it a good for sure. Uh, for your system, I'm going to go uh, Macho Man Savage. Yeah, I might change the system. <laughs> But this was the first run. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a macho man. Like it's so good. Like I saw it once as a kid and then a couple years ago I just bought a like a horror laser disc lot and it was one of them and I rewatched it and it's like this movie's great. Oh yeah. Well there you go. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Shaw. And uh, thank you, Clark. Thank you, Clark Wilson. Thank you, Brett Saxon. And uh, thanks Thanks for the Ecto Cooler Diarrhea Later. (laughs) And thank you all for listening to another edition of Not Good. Thanks to Nalo and the Unis for music again this week. Um, You guys got anything to promote this week that you want to talk about? Yeah, I'd like to promote Not Good with Matt Rashavi. It's a podcast I'm on. Nice. Excellent. How about you, Mr. Brett? Um, I have a way that you all can make some quick cash. Uh, nothing, just keep your eyes on Blark. We got some cool stuff coming up, and it is the summertime. No time better to do some dumb fun than now. Follow me on MySpace. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll see you in a week. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>